0: One Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message, and for more information, please visit us on the web at onechurch.net. Hello there, One Church Park District, and Pastor Johnson and the awesome crew that are coming together online these days. This is Johannes coming to you all the way from Stockholm, Sweden. And uh, isn't this amazing? Technology bringing me to you in sunny Florida, right into Orlando and to your living room and to your kitchen. You are awesome friends and partners and been standing with us in the mission that we have in Africa. And uh, to be able to come to you on a Sunday like this with a fresh, fresh message from the Holy Spirit, it's such a privilege. Today I'd like to talk with you under the title of the wrestling match you see we all have a wrestling match that we have to go through in life and they are different they come in different forms they come at different times but from time to time we have to wrestle we know though that our wrestling match is a fixed fight (laughs) jesus christ 2000 years ago on the cross of calvary won the ultimate victory cried out it is finished and uh, that's absolutely true Uh, the devil is defeated and all those uh, spiritual blessings that Jesus brought and died for and gave his blood for, they are there and they are available for us. But today I'd like to say that there is still a wrestling match for us. Uh, Paul speaks about the good fight of faith. Uh, And uh, we know that we have to wrestle at times. We have to wrestle with our ego. We have to wrestle with our pride. We have to wrestle before we come to true repentance. And uh, in, in, in order for us, to receive the finished work of the cross of Calvary uh, of what Jesus has accomplished for us we need to be surrendered we need to come in humility and receive uh, and step into Graceland so I'd like to greet you from Matthew's gospel chapter 6 where Jesus teaches us uh, uh, in uh, how to pray he says your kingdom come your will be done and isn't that our prayer your kingdom come not my kingdom and your will be done instead of my will it is about coming in line with his call for our lives isn't it me myself and Maria we have been called to Africa we are serving God down in Africa and uh, the perfect will of God is our home my spiritual dad Reinhard Bonke always said that when you are in the will of God you're home and you come into an ease. not everything is perfect in the in the will of God even though you are in the perfect will, Things can happen there. Persecution, we can lose loved ones and we can go through hardships. But I tell you this, there is no place to be like in the will of God. Uh, John's gospel chapter 21 tells us the story about uh, when Peter had left after the death and the resurrection and went back to fishing. Jesus had called him from fishing to fish now men. Uh, But he's coming back to the Sea of Galilee and he restores Peter into ministry after his betrayal of Jesus. And we read there that uh, Jesus says to Peter, and I'm quoting here from John's Gospel, chapter 21, verse 18. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted but when you are old you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go <laughs> and i think it's of course a, a very very good uh, uh, parable and a, and a picture about how it is growing old. I mean when you are young you're free and when you're getting old or maybe even coming into handicapped and you're dependent on other people to take care of you. Uh, you are stretching out your hands and other people are dressing you and telling you where you should go and what you should do. But it's the same about being in the will of God. When I was young I did whatever I wanted, I was a hitchhiker and a backpacker throughout Europe and I wasn't living for God, I didn't grow up Christian. But then I, I, I met with Jesus Christ and he, he captured my heart. and he, I got fascinated by him and his personality and I fell in love with him and I received his forgiveness and grace and salvation. And, 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 and now when the years go by, I feel more and more like Peter. I feel I'm stretching out my hands to be dressed by you. Lead me to places where I don't want to go because I'm your servant. I have bowed myself to your will. Uh, Paul says in the book of Acts that I'm bound in the Spirit and bound in the Spirit I traveled to Jerusalem. And we need to experience that real freedom of being submitted to the will of God. That's true freedom. Freedom is not just doing whatever you want and follow your career, your own career plans and visions and work for your own success, houses and cars and status. No, 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 no. Freedom is not just doing the vacation in the Bahamas. You see, freedom is to be submitted to the will of God being in the perfect will of God and that's why we sometimes have to go through wrestling matches and uh, I call the sermon today and I believe this is a Holy Spirit message to all of you there in Orlando Florida the wrestling match you see I'm going to take you to a wrestling match in the Bible and we are going to the first book of the Bible Genesis and we are going to read from the 32nd chapter and I would believe that this is a messianic prophecy, even though it is about one of the patriarchs, you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But This is a story about Jacob, one of those early patriarchs, one of those forefathers uh, to the Jewish people. And, and we read here that um, he had been, uh, you know, uh, betraying his brother stealing his birthright from Esau his twin brother he had been running for his life and now he had been serving for over 20 years for his father-in-law Laban for two wives and and uh, also uh, he had received a lot of sons there and God had in a way blessed him or should we say he had accumulated a lot of things by his own hard work and the blessings of God. And, but there's more to this. He's now going home. His father has passed and he once fooled his father when he was half blind and old for the blessing that actually belonged to his brother. And he had fooled his brother of the birthrights and, and so on. But now this man is returning home. He's going back home to Israel to meet with his brother, try to seek reconciliation. And he's coming back with his sheep, his cattle, his goats, his, his cows, and he's been blessed and he's coming back with his wives and his sons. And he says that during this march back home, to go back home to his home country, he comes to a place where he meets with God on earth or as many believe, the messianic uh, uh, appearance here. This might be Jesus or the angel of the Lord that is wrestling with Jacob in the night. And we read from Genesis chapter 32 and verse 22. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives and his two female servants and his 11 sons, and he crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched. And as he wrestled with the man, the, the the hip was out of place, and the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And the man asked him, What is your name? And Jacob answered, Jacob. And the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome but Jacob said please tell me your name (laughs) and he replied why do you ask for my name and then he blessed him there so Jacob called the place Peniel saying it is because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared so the sun rose verse 31 says and uh, the sun rose above him and he passed Peniel and he was limping because of his hip all right this is an amazing story actually that tells something not just about Jacob the patriarch and his wrestling match in the night but it also says something about you and me and our life down here under the sun <laughs> you see no matter if we have received salvation, restoration through Jesus Christ, no matter if we have come in and have now access into grace land through faith and all the finished work of Jesus is ours and we know uh, it is a fixed fight, we still have to go through a wrestling match. So what is it that we wrestle? But I've already mentioned that sometimes we have to wrestle our own ego. We have to wrestle pride. We have to wrestle my will instead of God's will. We want to do things. We have a head that is sometimes so much bigger <laughs> uh, than the voice of the Spirit in our hearts. And sometimes we just have to come to that place where we wrestle with God. And uh, I'd say that there are these wrestling matches throughout lives and sometimes God wants to shift you from one place to another sometimes God wants you to move and you are not ready to hear you are like that ostrich putting your you you see your your head in the sand or or uh, let me take other African examples to you you know you are like like the animals hiding deep in the bush and uh, I'd I like to say to you that you can't be a Jonah forever. Sometimes you need to come up on deck and you need to acknowledge that you are the reason for the storm. Sometimes it is not the devil fighting you. It is not people fighting you. It is God wrestling with you because He wants to bring you to a better place. God is for you. God is on your side. But you see sometimes you don't know your own good and you don't know what you need in life. And that's why the Holy Spirit comes in and He starts to wrestle with you. And as I've been praying for all of you sweet and wonderful partners there in Orlando I've been seeing this wrestling match going on. God wants to take many of you to the next level. God wants to bless you and take you to another place. God wants you to make a career change. God wants you to leave an old job and go to a new job. God wants you to quit something. And start educating yourself for the next. God wants to move you from one place to another. God wants to do something in your life. But you are resisting. But you see, Jesus said to Paul, you cannot stand against the gold. You cannot do anything when I am there. When Jesus comes to wrestle you, all you can do is to surrender to his perfect will. Let me speak out of my own experience. Sometimes he, he has called me to a city where I don't want to go preach, or he's called me to a place where I don't want to go. He's asked me to plant a church. I'm a pastor. You might be a businessman. I'm a pastor. You might be a nurse or a carpenter or a taxi driver. But I'm telling you, whatever it is, and whoever you are, we still have those wrestling matches because we all want to be in the perfect will of God. And in order for us to be in the perfect will of God, we sometimes have to go through these. Wrestling matches. When uh, when we read this story, we see that the crucial turnaround, or should we say, the game changer in the story, was when he confessed who he was. He realized. I cannot fight God. He realized Jesus or the angel of the Lord was so much stronger. And he knew that if he would see the face, he would die. But he was desperate and he came to that place where we all need to come. You see, if if you don't bless me, what is my life worth? If you don't bring me to the next level, why should I even be around? If your hand is not upon my life, what? is my life worth? if i'm not living with purpose why should i work as a slave day in and day out what if my life is not in the perfect will of god and i am not living with a purpose listen you can live with a purpose you can come in to a wonderful life but then you need to confess who you are and for jacob that was crucial he had to say i am jacob Jacob means the one that holds his brother's heel. You know, he was a twin brother and he he came out holding his brother Esau's heel. But Jacob also means a cheater or liar or manipulator. And he had to confess to God during this wrestling match in order to have the victory. I am the cheater. (laughs) I am the manipulator. I am a big fake. I have tried to bless myself, but I've not seen your hand in my life to that extent that I know I can have. I have been living with ego and pride, and I've tried to make a way for myself. I fooled my father. I fooled my brother. This is who I am. I'm Jacob. Sometimes it's so good to surrender. I surrendered the first time when I was 19, going on 20, coming to rehab at Teen Challenge. That's the first time I said, God... I need you. Help me. And then throughout my life, I've been coming to these places again and again when it seems like I was at a dead end and there was no way forward and it was like I was locked on every side and I realized it's not the devil I'm fighting now. It's God that wants to bring me to another level. It's God that wants me to bring me to bring me into something brand new. Don't... uh, resist so hard do like Jacob when you are in that wrestling match confess surrender say I'm Jacob because in the same time when he said I'm Jacob and I will not let you go unless you bless me the angel of the Lord replied well you will no longer be Jacob I will give you a name change right here and now you will have a new identity you will be Israel now no more Jacob Israel now you struggled with God and men and you won the victory and I believe God wants to give you a brand new name huh you will have a brand new name a brand new identity isn't it wonderful that we can close one chapter and go in to a brand new chapter Isn't it wonderful that we can bury something old uh, in baptism but not only in baptism but also you know in in us crucifying flesh, crucifying sin, crucifying bad habits and, and old just coming to Jesus and surrendering to him and saying I don't want to live my old ways anymore. I don't want to do things the way I've done things. I want to change. Sometimes we have to change with our attitude. Sometimes we have to change with ideas. Sometimes strongholds have to come down down of the mind. Sometimes we've been too legalistic or we've been looking down on other people. and, And God has to work with us. So sometimes there is something else that he needs to do in us when he sifts us and shifts us and breaks us and molds us and shapes us. Remember, you are nothing but pottery. You are clay in his hands. Be soft clay for God. So that he can form you to the vessel uh, that he can use for for wonderful purposes. You know 2 Timothy says that there are different uh, articles in a household. You can be of wood or clay or you can be of gold and silver. And you can be useful to your master. And you can be used for noble purposes. Oh, may we all become vessels of noble purposes. I'm praying every day that God will be able to use me better. That I will be a better reflection of Jesus' love, of His wonderful forgiveness and grace. That I will be a a worthy carrier and a worthy orator of His gospel. Oh, we are carrying a message that is so much greater than ourselves. We are carrying a kingdom that is so much greater than what we can achieve and accomplish on this earth. Today I'm praying for all of you you and I'm believing that many of you will have a surrendering moment. A moment in front of your computer, a moment in front of your television set. When you bow down and say, my name is, and then you confess, manipulator, cheater, uh, wh- whatever, hypocrite. And you just pour out your heart to him and he's going to give you a brand new name. Maybe you will come out limping but it will be a beautiful limp. When the sun rises above your head, you are now blessed by God. You have a new name. He has shifted you to another place. Not my will, your will be done not my kingdom your kingdom come not where I want to go but I'm stretching out my hands lead me to where you want me to go use me for noble purposes take me to places you want to take me oh God that should be our prayer and when that is our prayer there's no end to what God can do in our lives you see the finished work of Jesus is truly finished the match the wrestling match is won already Jesus wrestled on the cross Jesus bled and died and sweated on that cross so that we shouldn't have to wrestle but still we wrestle because of ego pride and 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 you know stubbornness and and the not willingness to bow not willingness to to go where he wants us to go I wish that all of you, my dear viewers and listeners today, would uh, come to the place where you come to that sweet surrender. It is so beautiful to be crushed, to be surrendered. It is so beautiful to say, not my will, your will be done. I won't even live this life if you don't bless me, if you don't bring me to the perfect will and the perfect purposes that you have for me. I love what is described about David in the book of Acts when it, when it says about David that he, he fulfilled God's purposes uh, in his generation. And you can also fulfill God's purposes in your generation this goes for so many areas in our lives i never forget this woman that wanted to be baptized in the holy spirit but she had heard the pentecostal stories and the charismatic stories about people making a fool of themselves you know and crying and screaming and shaking and she was asking the lord please lord come to me like a like a like a beautiful uh, you know stream come like a breeze to me uh, come in my home when i'm alone and I just want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I just want to be clothed with your power for ministry. I want to pray in tongues. I want to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. But please don't embarrass me. (laughs) I always say don't pray such prayers. Please don't pray such prayers. Because God is God and you are a human being. And uh, you see, sometimes a, a pride just needs to be broken. And this woman was in the local grocery store. Uh, in the refrigerator looking for meat when the Holy Spirit fell upon her and she got her answer of prayer. The meat was going all direction. We can say she was in the flesh, but she ended up in the spirit. <laughs> the meat was going all direction. Sausages were going all direction. and She started to speak in tongues and screaming. Speaking in tongues and running all over that store. I'm telling you, everyone knew. Every Baptist, every Methodist, <laughs> every atheist, every humanist, every bicyclist and every Muslim knew that she was baptized in the Holy Spirit, that she was speaking in tongues, that she had been touched by God. Even those that didn't believe in believing God knew that she was touched by something. And I'm telling you, Don't pray prayers where you dictate God. Don't tell God how he's going to bless you. Don't say, I am willing to this and to that, but not to that. Uh, No, uh, he's God. You are a human being. Let him come in your life. Have that hunger in your life, for he just comes. And never forget when when, uh, this this man was telling the story, you know, he wanted so much uh, to be healed but he didn't wanted uh, the preacher to tell him what to do and uh, the preacher would tell him to to do certain things you know this was down in africa where i'm most active and and he didn't want to have that he wanted he didn't want to be exercised with or told what to do and and this or that and and he definitely didn't want to dance and he didn't want to shout and didn't want to you know and he he became more and more sick and he asked his pastors to pray for him and his pastor told him i want you to stand up and shout and dance with me and the guy said that's not my style that that, that's really not my personality that's not who i am and it became this thing in between him and god i'm not saying that has to be the thing between you and god but i can tell you this though that if you dictate and you're prideful god will seek to break that in your life in whatever matter it is and finally he just had to humble himself and he stood up and he cried and he tried to dance on his sick legs and, and he shouted to God and in that moment, the grace of God hit him. What are you saying, Johannes? Well, I'm saying that grace is free, the blood of Jesus is free, he has won the victory. But there is this little currency in the kingdom of God, it's called humility. There is this little thing that we have to accept to be able to go through. And that is, I surrender. Not my will, your will. If you embarrass me, I don't care. I won't let you go unless you bless me. I'm desperate and I'm so desperate that I'm ready to confess who I really am to receive a name change. You don't have to agree with every detail. I could have given completely different examples, but there are so many Western Christians nowadays. They are not, a, they are not willing to, to even, you know, take a little humiliation for their faith. But dear friends, he died naked and bleeding and sweating on the cross so that you could be free, so that you could be blessed. May that wrestling match go smooth for you. Tell him who you are. I want to pray for all of you now that are watching me. I want to lead you in a prayer of salvation. When Jesus was hanging on the cross of Calvary, he won our righteousness and eternal life. You can be forgiven of your sins. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you can become one of his disciples today. All you need to do is to surrender. All you need is to say, Not my will, your will. All you need to say is, I give up, I surrender, both my intellect and and how I want it to happen and how I want it to be done. I'm not dictating anything anymore. You are Lord in my life. I bow to you. Here, take my life. I want to live with you. And when you come to Jesus that way, he has the power. To set you free from jackals and bondages, from bad habits and things that are binding you and killing you. He has the power to bring you to a brand new life. Surrender. That's the victory. Give up and he will give you everything. Let go of the card you have in your hand, the silver card, so that he can give you the gold card. Let go of what you have. Surrender to him. If you want to pray with me you can pray with me right now in front of your computer screen or your television you can lift up your head towards a good god a gracious father and you can stretch out your hands and you can close your eyes and you can pray with me you can say father god forgive me my sins i believe in your son jesus christ his blood his sweat his agony his pain now forgive me, now wash me in the precious blood of Jesus Christ and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Amen. If you pray that prayer, now the miracle is happening with you. And uh, your sins are washed away. and, And what he won 2,000 years ago and accomplished is now fully yours. And the Holy Spirit enters into your life. You're his child, you're his disciple. But I also would like to pray for all of you that are having wrestling matches concerning the call of God to the nations. Some of you are called to be a missionary and you need to come up on board and not be that Jonah hiding down on the deck. Some of you are called into business. Some of you are called to be a nurse or a doctor, but you're not willing to pay the price of education or whatever it is. Listen, God will bring you to a better place if you just humble yourself. God is for you. God is with you. Now surrender. Father, I'm praying for all men and women in One Church Park District, this beautiful congregation and church that I love so much. I pray for each and every one. May them come through the wrestling matches and come to a new level of faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for allowing me to come.